Behind the Curtain with Nick Troon, the show where we sit down with theatre practitioners and get a backstage look at the creative process. On today's episode, we sit down with Donna Weinerhu, the director of Stillwater Productions' upcoming show, Breast Wishes. We'll be talking about the unique production process behind this charitable show, Donna's previous experience in the theatre ring, and the challenges of working with a largely unknown production. But let's hear it from Donna themselves as we get on with the show and peep behind the curtain. Welcome to 106.9 Tune FM Behind the Curtain with Nick Troon. My name's Nick, I'm your host, and today I'm sitting down with Donna Weinerhu. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Nick. Now, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? I've been in Armadale over the years. I lived here for nearly 25 years and was heavily involved in musical theatre, particularly with ADMS. Mm-hmm. And also, to a lesser degree, with the Playhouse, because they were two separate entities at that mm. time. And then I was seconded to Sydney for work. But in that time, I was away for almost 15 years. Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to work with amateur theatre, to be involved with some semi-professional productions and also a couple of professional productions. I think the biggest highlight of those for me was in 2019. I was the art director for an independent feature film. Oh, wow. Called Streets of Colour, which has recently been released for public distribution. Great learning, great opportunity, great people and great networking. Well, sorry, what was the name of that movie again? The movie's called Streets of Colour. It was written by Ronnie Wascala, and Ronnie's also the director, and the producer is Yolandi Franken. So, yeah, they got picked up for distribution beginning of this year. Okay. Taken a bit of time, but it's been getting some really positive feedback, and it's currently doing the rounds as we speak. Streets of Colour, make sure to look out for it. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a promo there. <laughs> <laughs> but you're here today to promote Breast Wishes. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Look, Breast Wishes I saw professionally for the first time oh, over 10 years ago. And those who love going to theatre or to live entertainment of any sort will understand that sometimes you will go somewhere and there'll be something about the production that just grabs your heart. Breast Wishes was one of those productions for me. I sat in the audience and loved laughed myself silly and there were also a few occasions where I cried like a baby as did lots of other people in the audience as well. The concept of the show is around breasts and in some ways it has been likened to the vagina monologues. The concept was developed by Anne Luby who is one of Australia's top actresses Mm -hmm. and uh, producers because her sister was diagnosed with breast cancer and in an attempt to do something positive and to support the National Breast Cancer Foundation. She came up with the concept of Breast Wishes and it started as a series of sketches. There have been about eight or nine writers, the calibre of Wendy Harmer and Richard Ooh. Glover that are well known, that have written for this production. And then they workshopped it over about three or four years and it turned into this small, very much an ensemble mm. musical comedy. The first half is just blatantly all about breasts <laughs> and it follows the journey at Breast Bingo, which is the allocation of size that you have no control over Mm -hmm. through to the 
developing of breasts and getting the first training bra, breastfeeding versus bottle feeding. And it, it deals with and draws your attention to a lot of the cliches. But you discover halfway through that one of the characters actually has breast cancer. So the second half is very much more intense, a lot of pathos, and that's where I did a lot of my crying <laughs> um, because it actually faces in a very humorous way but a very intimate way some of the issues around breast cancer the difficulties with how do family members deal with it and that sort of thing but it's very much full of an Australian humour I love it because it's a very funny way of dealing with a very serious subject and there's some really key messages that come through one of the key messages that happens in the first half and we've pulled it into the finale just to reinforce it is to get checked so that's the concept around the show it's different to anything that I've done either on stage or backstage Mm -hmm. and I have to admit the more I've done the more I love the show Mm. and you're the director for this production I am the director for this production and it's interesting because when I saw the show in Sydney I walked out of the theatre and thought I am going to do this show whatever happens I must admit I saw myself as being in the show, <laughs> not necessarily at the front directing it, but I'm incredibly grateful. I have had an amazing benefactor, and he donated 100% of the costs to cover all production costs. Wow. And it's because of that that we've been able to say that 100% of ticket sales will be donated to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Uh, our benefactor likes to keep it low key but he's been a phenomenal support throughout Mm -hmm. this whole process and he's very much a philanthropist and I did ask the question why not just donate the money and his response was that he loves art he loves theatre he comes from a very much a professional background in theatre and music and the arts himself and he said this way he's not only being a philanthropist benefiting the Breast Cancer Foundation Mm -hmm. but he's also benefiting the arts and Mm -hmm. he's supporting music and it's a broader range for him Mm -hmm. it would be easy just to donate the money but this way it's generating a lot more involvement engagement and a a lot more support across the community because one of the things that's been important to me is that we've tried very hard to buy locally yes there have been some bigger items we've had to purchase stuff overseas but having said that the flow-on effect has been you know if we can go and donate things for example we've got a whole lot of bras we use to dress the set but they're all brand new never been worn so they are going to be donated to charitable organisations after the show is over so that there's a ripple effect. You know, we've got somebody who's coming in to make cupcakes for us to sell and the money raised from that and from raffles and from that pink spark champagne, <laughs> again, is being added to the bucket of funds that we're donating. So mm-hmm. it's all part of the fundraising. Yeah, so it's about trying to support local community, get them engaged. Mm-hmm. We're doing that through the raffles as mm-hmm. well. We've had some fabulous prizes donated by local companies. Some of them have been sole traders. Others have been a bigger company. But they're all donating so that all the funds, again, raised through for sale of raffle tickets. Again, it's all going in and, and it's more money for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. And again, uh, sort of doing that ripple effect in that community building, the message behind this cause is going out to those yeah, people as well. Absolutely. And I love the fact that by people coming in donating what they can, mm. we are 
advertising and we are raising their profile and mm-hmm. hoping to attract more business to them at the same time. Yeah, of course. So, yes, it's a lovely feeling around this show. Oh. And I really, really, really just want bums on seats now because <laughs> the more tickets we sell, the more money it's going to the foundation. Now, before we started today's discussion, we were briefly discussing the form of the show. Could you elaborate a little bit on that? Yes, it's a different sort of show to some of the other musical productions you see. We talk in theatre about the fourth wall and in most productions you don't break the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. By that we mean you don't talk through to the audience. Mm -hmm. The idea is to create this intimate atmosphere, this wonderful story Mm. that we draw people into. This show is quite the opposite. (laughs) There is no fourth wall because throughout the whole show, the actors are continually talking with the audience, engaging with the audience, drawing you into what we're doing now as part of the adventure, Mm. as part of the journey. So it's been very different and it's also very much an ensemble piece. There's only six actors there's one male who represents all males in all their shapes and forms and he does a brilliant job I must admit that's Doug Rumble and he's representative of all the male species but the females there are five different characters Mm -hmm. that all have a different role to play in building the story and addressing the issue so they will come out and they will talk directly to the audience you know they'll make references to the audience they might even pick on the audience member from here or there it's all part and parcel of everybody's in having a good time all at once. Now, how have you found, personally, working with a text that discusses such sensitive topics? To me, it's not been an issue. It's a very important issue. But personally, I was a registered nurse in a previous life Hmm. and I worked for 25, 30 years in nursing. So I'm familiar with some of the issues. I'm not a specialist in breast cancer at all. I'll Hmm. make that very clear. I also believe in addressing issues. Hmm. You know, the more you talk about issues, the more you raise awareness, the more people know to get checked, the better the health outcomes will be. And this show is very much about supporting not only fundraising for research, and look, I know research is one of those things. I personally, in my opinion, I believe that the more research we can do into identifying causes and then cures or treatments, the easier it's going to be in the long term mm. in helping to either eradicate the issue or at least managing it in the best way possible. So I also have had two experiences in past with cancer, not breast cancer. So I'm not as involved as some people might think, but it tugs at my heartstrings. I had a very emotional reaction to it because the underlying message is about getting treated, getting in and getting checked, using the resources. There's some amazing resources out in the community now. Go to your breast screen, go to your GP. Don't be afraid to check something out. Better to find out that it's nothing. And one of the key messages from the play is don't be afraid of finding something. It's missing something you've got Mm. to worry about. For me, the more we can talk about it, the more we can raise awareness, the better it's going to be across the board. And in the end, it's all about removing that taboo, removing that level of fear about it. It's yeah. it's something that we can talk about yes. and we need to talk about yeah. as a society. Yeah, and it's also tongue-in-cheek in that we have one character who is a younger person mm. and she represents all the cliches of what not to do when you're dealing with somebody who's been diagnosed with cancer. And it's quite hilarious there's a wonderful scene with the four female family members and you just want to get up and you just want to smack her (laughs) 
<laughs> but, you know, when you listen to what she's saying, you laugh out loud mm. at the ridiculousness of it, but at the same token, it also reminds you how mindful you need to be about what you talk about, who you talk to, and also understanding that everybody mm. is going to deal with something like breast cancer in their own very different way. As you said before, proceeds for this production are going to charity. How has that decision affected the production process? Oh, it's made it more exciting for me. <laughs> and trying to get everybody engaged and on board. If it's a personal passion, it's trying to get everybody to really understand and hopefully get the same level of passion for the show that I have, which I know is not always possible. But knowing that it's been for charity, to me, it's made me even more excited. And it is making me more determined to do whatever we can to raise the profile of this show because we really have to get tickets sold. We really want to get the place sold out. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Exactly. Because it's not going to any organisation. It's not oh. going to a production company. No. It's not going to the actors. It actually is 100% of the ticket sales is going to the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Have you found any challenges in the rehearsal process for this show? Well, one of the biggest challenges I had is that this show is not very well known mm. and there's almost nothing online about it. You can get the professional recording but there's very little in the way of video clips so mm. throughout the information and audition process that was something that we really had to work hard to try and explain the show to get people to understand the show mm. And I'm quietly confident in saying that a lot of the actors came into the show without fully understanding mm. what the show was about, what it entails. There is a little bit of language in it. it does have sexual references, talking mm. about breasts, of course. And it also has a brief moment of breast nudity. But it's very much within the context of the show. It's very important to the story. But that's also one of the reasons that we noted this as being MA15+. plus. Mm -hmm. And look, we're going to welcome young children to the show. I know a lot of families that have had a mother or a grandmother and the kids have been very heavily involved in mm. their journey through breast cancer. So that's a parental choice. If they want to bring younger children to the performance, then the parents have got that choice. They've mm. got that responsibility. But we are saying that a lot of what we see in the show mm -hmm. may not be suitable for minors and we're advising that anyone under the age of 15 is accompanied by a responsible adult. But we still welcome people that are under 15. Again, we throw that back on to the parents. They're the ones that make the decision and we're very happy to support them in that way. Going back to that idea of this play being unknown, have there been any benefits to that? Well, in some ways, one of the benefits is that you can put your own spin on it. Mm. It's actually a fairly... I'll hesitate to say simple because it's got a lot of complexity in it. Of course. But there's only six actors in the show. There's only a three-piece band as mm -hmm. far as accompaniment. There's a lot of Corrie in the show, mm -hmm. and we've been very, very lucky to have Tracy James mm -hmm. as our choreographer. She is incredibly gifted, and she is just quite brilliant, actually. <laughs> and also we've welcomed Will Maxson as mm -hmm. our musical director. Now, Will's only a young man, and this is his very first time as 
as the musical director. And I have to say, he is a phenomenal musician, mm. but he's done a lot of learning mm. because working as an MD is a very different role to playing, whether it be in an orchestra or a band or whatever. Mm. And he's done a fabulous job. And I, being an older person, I've enjoyed working with him. I enjoy working with younger people. Mm-hmm. They're great because they bring a whole new perspective mm. to what we're doing. And they keep you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> so they keep the energy fresh and alive. And that's one of the things that I've really welcomed with this production. But it is. It's a bit different to some of the more traditional musical theatre productions that you see around. Before we finish up, would you like to give a quick promo for the show? Oh, yes. Come and see Breast Wishes if you're looking for a night of fun and frivolity, but in a very humorous look at a very serious issue. Please come and join us for Breast Wishes. It's a celebration of breasts and those who support them. And it's a musical comedy that's around love and loss and life and silicon. And it's, look, it's a witty and it's a very hysterical journey. And it also addresses courage and determination and we see the journey around how there's heartbreak but how we can all triumph through it and it's performing september 15th to 30th correct yes starts next friday the 15th of september we're doing 11 shows over three weekends Mm -hmm. and there are also three matinees for those that want to come so the first saturday is a matinee the second weekend we've got a sunday matinee Mm -hmm. and then the last weekend we've got another saturday matinee so breast wishes 15th to the 30th of september at the armadale playhouse make sure to get your tickets Thank you for coming and speaking with us. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, And we hope to see you all at Best Wishes at the show. You've been listening to Behind the Curtain with Nick Troon on 106.9 Tune FM. To view our latest episodes and Tune FM's other programs, search Tune FM on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast fix. You can also visit our page at tunefm.net. Finally, make sure you're following TuneFM on Facebook and Instagram to hear the latest on new episodes. That's it for today's show. My name's been Nick, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>